Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 162, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone, and good afternoon to you wherever you might happen to be. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Marvin, what's been going on with you this week? Oh, Dave, my friend Alvin, the adventurous cow, well, he just got a new motorbike, so he's let me have a few goes on it. You know, I can go really fast. Oh, I see. That's exciting. So what kind of bike is it, Marvin? Oh, it's a Kawasaki, Dave. Of course it is. What else would it be? I'd like to have one of my own, Dave, but Mom says no. Although, I might be able to get, like, a scooter or, you know, a little moped. Well, you do have a birthday coming up, Marvin. But, anyway, let's get to it. So, we are almost at the end of Esther's story. Yesterday we heard how Haman was killed. But, of course, the law that Haman made and sent all over the empire telling people to destroy the Jews, well, that was still out there. And so Esther and Mordecai had to do something about that. Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, well, who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Deirdre. Oh, hi, Deirdre. Today's reading is found in the book of Esther, and we're reading chapter 8, verses 1 to 17. That same day, King Xerxes gave Queen Esther everything Haman had owned. Haman had been the enemy of the Jews. Esther had told the king that Mordecai was her cousin. So Mordecai came to see the king. The king took off his ring It had his royal mark on it. He had taken it back from Haman. Now he gave it to Mordecai. And Esther put Mordecai in charge of everything Haman had owned. Esther made another appeal to the king. She fell at his feet and wept. She begged him to put an end to the evil plan of Haman, the Agagite. He had decided to kill the Jews. The king reached out his gold scepter towards Esther. She got up and stood in front of him. She said, King Xerxes, I hope you will think what I'm asking is the right thing to do. I hope you are pleased with me. If you are, and if it pleases you, let an order be written. Let it take the place of the messages Haman wrote. Haman was the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite. He planned to kill the Jews. He wrote orders to destroy us in all your territories. I couldn't stand by and see the horrible trouble that would fall to my people. I couldn't stand to see my family destroyed. King Xerxes gave a reply to Queen Esther and Mordecai the Jew. He said, Haman attacked the Jews, so I've given Esther everything he owned. My men have struck a pole through his dead body, and they've set it up where everyone can see. Now write another order in my name. Do it for the benefit of the Jews. Do what seems best to you. Stamp the order with my royal mark. Nothing that is written in my name and stamped with my mark can ever be changed. Right away, the king sent for the royal secretaries. It was the 23rd day of the third month. That was the month of Sivan. They wrote down all Mordecai's orders to the Jews. They also wrote them to the royal officials the governors and the nobles of the 127 territories in his kingdom. The territories reached from India all the way to Kush. 
The orders were written down in the writing of each territory. They were written in the language of each nation. They were also written to the Jews in their own writing and language. Mordecai wrote the orders in the name of King Xerxes. He stamped them with the king's royal mark. He sent them by messengers on horseback. They rode fast horses that were raised just for the king. The Jews in every city could now gather together and fight for their lives. The king's order gave them that right. But suppose soldiers from any nation or territory attacked them, their women or children. Then the Jews could destroy, kill and wipe out those soldiers. They could also take the goods that belonged to their enemies. A day was appointed for the Jews to do that in all the king's territories. It was the thirteenth day of the twelfth month. That was the month of Adar. A copy of the order was sent out as law in every territory. It was announced to the people of every nation. So the Jews would be ready on that day. They could pay back their enemies. The messengers rode on the royal horses. They raced along. That's what the king had commanded them to do. The order was also sent out in the fort of Susa. Mordecai left the king and went on his way. Mordecai was wearing royal clothes when he went. They were blue and white. He was also wearing a large gold crown and he was wearing a purple coat. It was made out of fine linen. The city of Susa celebrated with great joy. The Jews were filled with joy and happiness. They were very glad because now they were being honoured. They celebrated and enjoyed good food. They were glad and full of joy. That was true everywhere the king's order came. It was true in every territory and every city. Many people from other nations announced that they had become Jews. That's because they were so afraid of the Jews. Thanks, Deirdre. Okay, Dave. So how come they didn't just send out a new law saying, hey, everyone, you know that last law we made? We're just going to forget about that. Uh, Well, I'm afraid that's just not how it worked back then. Once a law was made by the king, it couldn't be changed. No way, no how. So, seeing they couldn't change the law that said people should attack the Jews, they added a new law, saying that the Jews could fight back and destroy anyone who attacked them and also take all their stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. So, attacking the Jews didn't seem like such a great move anymore, huh? That's right. The Jews went from being the ones who were terrified and mourning and weeping and wearing rough clothes, looking like they were going to be completely wiped out by their enemies, to now being the ones that the other peoples respected and whose enemies were scared of them. Yeah, that turned right around, huh? It did, Marvin. A people who had been sentenced to death, but with a mediator who spoke to the king on their behalf, and they were saved. Oh, Dave, that sounds kind of like us. It is, Marvin. It's exactly like us. Under the death sentence of sin, yet Jesus goes to the king on our behalf, the Lord God Almighty, and we are saved. And what did today's passage say? It said the Jews were filled with joy and happiness, and they celebrated. So today, boys and girls, if you're a Christian, be happy. Celebrate. We were in trouble, but now we are saved. We were miserable. Punishment was coming our way, but Jesus took that punishment so that we could go free. Oh, it's good news, Dave. That's right. So, boys and girls, thank God today for that good news. Thank him that he brought us from death to life. And news doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, it sure doesn't. And that's it for today, Marvin. So we'll say goodbye until tomorrow when we will finish the story of Esther. Okay, great. Well, bye everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon.
God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh 